2: sex talk on cliffcentral.com with John T. and we are live at Sexpo at the Santon Convention Center this morning and I love my intro music and it's so funny because around us is so much noise and so much hype and so many amazing people for everything that's happening today you guys gotta come to the Santon Convention Center there is so much awesome stuff here and we're going to talk to a whole lot of people about what they are doing at Sexpo so you can get an idea of what you can come and see here. So sitting with me is Amanda from Fun Parties. So much fun parties. So much fun. See, that's even better than fun.
3: Absolutely. Because
2: you can have so much more fun. So much fun. What do you do at the parties, Amanda? Does everybody take
3: clothes off? Oh, no. Is it that kind
2: of a party? And- what kind of a party is it?
3: No, so Jonti, I've been doing adult toy parties for over 12 years, and I've been teasing, pleasing, and enticing women all over the country. And uh, so we do an an adult toy party where we explain all the adult toys, how they work, so nobody looks like a lemon when they get home, and they know exactly where to put the batteries and where to put the toy. Uh, We do imported lingerie, and we also do lingerie parties only for people who just want something tame. And then I have a party which is just a talk, fun games and shooters, and it doesn't have any toys for people who just don't want any toys. Maybe their grandparents are going to be at the Bachelorette. Um, And we have bare-butt boys. We hire out dancers. And, of course, uh, my business has grown into emceeing and also doing corporate talks where we empower women how to take their sensuality back. And how to become a yummy mummy, not just a mummy. Okay. That's really
2: important, you know, because so many relationships suffer when people have children. And they don't understand the importance of sensuality and sexuality and keeping their relationship as lovers alive.
3: Absolutely. We were just talking about that when I arrived. Mm. And that's so important. You know, mummies just slot into this role. Well, you meet this guy your first two years of dating you can't get through the kitchen without ripping each other's clothes off and then you've progressed to having children and the evolution begins and then it's you need more money you need to work harder no time for anybody and even less time for yourself and it's really important because i have a a motto that i believe in and that is happy mommy happy home Mm. and so um if mommy is happy and taking care of herself both you know and physically how she looks taking some time out to do her nails and her hair but more importantly looking after her and her partner the relationship will last longer and most relationships break down because we start to neglect our partner and it's only about the children yeah
2: because i get to see a lot of people who've gotten to that point you do and then they want to kind of how do we recover from this so the interesting thing or one of my big soapboxes, is learn a whole lot of things before learn the importance of your relationship, learn the importance of the intimacy, connection, pleasure, then you don't have to get to that point. So it's like prevention is better than cure kind of, of, of approach.
3: John, T, you're absolutely right. And so many times, pe- you know, people come to me at parties and say, you know, my partner just doesn't care anymore or we have no sex anymore. Mm. And the same way I explain to them, the man always lights the briar, the woman has to make the effort to get the sensuality and sexuality going in the, in the bedroom and it's one of those things we have to work at and we have to always keep interesting and fun and you know most men actually start to look around at other women not because of anything else but they've actually become unfulfilled and they don't feel yeah. needed anymore and if we always make our partner feel loved, wanted and special um, there's no reason for them to look around. My, my fiancé and I we have date nights every single Wednesday and every Friday we go out to dinner just, just us but we have the perfect balance there's time for work, there's time for our children and there's time for, for family And it's so important to put your stilettos on and your fishnets and your crotchless panties and go out for a night, just you and your partner, and connect again. We don't do it enough.
2: That's really, really important. And, guys, if you want to put on stilettos and crotchless panties, that's
3: absolutely (laughs) fine as well.
2: Because we'd love to see that. I think Levinson does that occasionally. I don't know what Possibly. he does at home. I don't know what he does at home. I don't know that even in my wildest imaginations, it comes close. So, interestingly, in South Africa, are the parties expanding into different groups of people?
3: You know, um, in the beginning, it was mainly bachelorettes, and now I see absolutely every ethnic group. Some of my best, best parties are the people who you would never have expected to book a party, and that's what I love. When I first started doing these parties, I would have a room of 20 people, and I would not talk to the puppy in the corner because I was so embarrassed mm. she was there. And the loud mouth on the other side of the room who made the most no- noise bought nothing. Absolutely. You know the deal. Absolutely. And the person who never said boo to a goose, never looked you in the eyes, came and spent 4,000 rand with you. And that's what I love about my parties. Mm. You absolutely can't prejudge.
2: Yeah, that's, I've learned that over mm. the years as well. And so the interesting thing about having grannies and things around, because I give talks at quite a lot of bachelorette parties. Mm. So sometimes we'll teach women about their G-spots, but very often they want to learn about how to give an awesome blowjob or Correct. a handjob or things like that. And it's really interesting when you have a whole range of families, like you have generations there, two or three generations at a party.
3: At my, I think it was the second party I'd ever done 12 years ago. Somebody brought their granny, and I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. And then I realised that their granny had had more sex than yes. all of us in the room, so That's I needed right. to stop worrying about granny. And uh, it's true. <laughs> and uh, at the end, this this young girl said, "I'm buying my granny a vibrator." So I said, "Well, all right then." And the granny said, well, if she's buying me one of those, I think I need some lubricants. And she looked at me and she said, dearie, do you know what lubricants for? And I was still so fresh and I hadn't had anyone (laughs) ask me a question yet and I wanted to die. And I said, I think so. And she said, lubricants, when you have children, you put it on the doorknobs and they never walk in on you.
2: That's it. (laughs) I remember a moment. I was in my early 20s. My grandmother was living with us. Late at night, I was watching a porn movie in the lounge. And all of a sudden, I turn around and she's standing there.
3: Oh, my word. And
2: she didn't have her glasses on, so she's kind of squinting at the screen. And this was in the days of videos.
3: Oh, my word.
2: So I'm like looking for the, the remote to try and stop this thing. And she's looking and she's saying, What are you watching? What are you watching? And I said, nothing, just a movie. And eventually she works out what it is. And she said, these are so boring. I've seen so many of them.
3: Oh, she's absolutely
2: right. And (laughs) we think that and older people are amazingly sexual and essential.
3: Absolutely. And you know, people are living longer. More and more people are living to over 100. Did you know that we've got about 15,000 people in this country who are living, who are over um, 100 years old? I never knew that. And people are retiring at 60, thinking that they've just got a few more years left, or 70, and they don't realize they've got another 30 years left. And so you know what I keep saying to my customers? You don't want the same boring sex, the same missionary position for the next 40, 50 years. You might as well get a toy, spice up your life, because you're going to be around for a long, long time.
2: Absolutely. Because a lot of people at that age, they've been through so much together. So there's this amazing level of acceptance of each other, Mm. of their bodies, Mm. that it becomes an amazing time of exploring. Absolutely. Because of that, just that acceptance and the relaxation into who they are, and they can be fully with each other.
3: You know, um, Jonty, I think with age comes maturity and... um you get over the dolphin sex stage, mm. you know, the dolphin sex stage where somebody touches you here and you go, uh-uh and, you and you say, uh-uh, and he touches you here and say, uh-uh, and he touches you here and say, uh-uh, 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 when you're older, you, you literally say, this is what I like, touch me here, I love it when you do this, don't mm. waste your time with this, and we have a more mature approach about sex, and, and there's you actually take a man on a tour of your body and you show him what you like, instead of let, letting him fumble his way when he's in his 20s and he's never ever on that spot you absolutely. know absolutely yeah.
2: I have to tell you because I'm going next week to swim with dolphins as part of the retreat we're running in Mozambique awesome your dolphin imitation needs a little bit of work
3: <laughs> I don't have much dolphin <laughs> sex so I haven't had to practice so
2: <laughs> it needs just a little bit of work
3: yeah so I have to tell you a great story I was at a bridal show two weeks ago And this lady came up and I said, when are you getting married? And she said, no, 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 I had my bachelorette 11 years ago. It was just the best one ever. And I said, really, what did you do? She said, no, no, we did the adult toys. I said, fabulous, where was it? She said, in Madrid. In fact, I was talking about my bachelorette last night. I talk about it all the time well that's how it should be and I said and, and, and in Madrid who hosted it for you she said Pepe and I pulled out my phone and I said here's Pepe's number big shout out to Pepe if you're listening babe and I said here's Pepe's number I did your bachelorette party and she said oh my word it was you and the fact that she is still talking about her party 11 years later mm. made me really feel fantastic that's
2: awesome when you yeah. can have that kind of impact yeah, that's really absolutely. Beautiful. yeah absolutely so why is it important for you to be at Cirque
3: you know, um, Jonti, uh, first of all, it's, it's a great place to meet loads of people. I'm branding my business. I, I love to do parties, and obviously we want to be busier. And uh, it's a great... You know what I enjoy about being at Sexpo is the interaction at my stand. And our goal at our stand is to be informative and interactive mm. that when people leave Sexpo, I want them to walk away saying, I actually didn't know that about this or that. I want them to walk away with a pearl of information that they didn't know before they got here. So it's a little bit about education and also about meeting people, booking more fun parties and having an awesome time yeah. the
2: education is really important and i know people who ask so many questions about toys and unfortunately a lot of people who sell toys are not able to answer them properly they just sell toys yeah mm, absolutely and that's so important to be able to give them that information
3: 100 yeah. percent.
2: so as part of your parties do you do that
3: we do lots of, so every single toy that we talk about, we educate how they work, where it touches, we talk about how to reach the G-spot, how to how to orgasm, why people, why men orgasm at different times to women, mm. and why they, they struggle to orgasm together, so our, part of our talk is fun, and we talk about the toys, but a lot of education, it's quite important.
2: because yeah. so much of sex is myth and misinformation and misunderstanding, 100%. and that's what we start having sex with.
3: And, and you know what else, Auntie? people come to my parties and there's some broken people. There's people who don't know how to orgasm, their partner doesn't know where to touch them, um, they don't know where their G-spot is, and also they, they're not having any sex at home. And, and so what I really enjoy about my parties is, I always say this, is we empower people, we make them feel worthy again, and we teach them to go and take their sexuality back with their partner, and we teach them whatever's going wrong at home. They can come and ask me personally, it doesn't have to be in front of the whole room. But they leave there feeling a little bit better about themselves and that it's not only their problem, their fault, but we kind of teach them how to address it. So there's a lot of private consultation that goes on, and, and I enjoy that. I, I enjoy knowing that I've left somebody feeling a little bit better or knowing something they didn't know. Fantastic. Yeah. Amanda, what's your website? So much z a.
2: Thank you so much for coming to chat with me. Thank
3: you so much for you having me. I have a me.
2: wonderful day at Sexpo. It's going to
3: be rocking. And thank you for having me. And uh, enjoy uh, riding with the dolphins.
2: Absolutely. The thank absolutely you so awesome. much. I'll
3: chat with you when you're back. Wonderful. Thanks, T
2: That's just awesome. Thank you, Amanda. So we're going to have a chat now with a good friend of mine who has been involved in Sexpo for a long, long time. From a totally different point of view, from the back end, the what happens behind the scenes, setting Sexpo up, and particularly the audio visual, the electronic side of it, the internet side of it, because Sexpo has moved into the digital age big time. Morning, Dean. Good morning to you, john How are you? I'm doing just great. I'm at Sexpo. I'm happy. Oh, aren't we all? It's awesome, man. I just and you. Absolutely. And it's like family being with you, because... Well, you know, nine years later Absolutely, which is really, really awesome So tell me a little bit about, like, when does the setup for Sexpo start for you? When does the preparation start? Uh, preparation pretty much starts
4: for us close to about three to four months beforehand uh, We start looking at how we're going to do it, what we're going to be mm-hmm. uh, putting onto main stage That blends together with, with the look and feel uh, We start with the designing of the uh, stage because mm-hmm. every year we have something very, very, very different uh, it's been a motto that we've had for a very, very long time to make sure that people actually experience something new, bigger and better every single year, um, and that we don't have the same old boring stuff that comes through. Because yeah, then why should people come and see us? Yeah, I mean, we've got to encourage people that there are something new, there's new different mm. things that are coming through. Uh, The entertainment is different on stage as well. Um, Bringing from having hypnotists to solo acts to having all sorts of things that are coming through there. And that also we start close in about three to four months trying to actually establish what do we do on that stage and what do we put it on. And also the quality of the show that's got to be on that stage at the same time. So we get very involved with even the rehearsals and the castings of the people that come in through it because uh, we've got a motto around it we've got to have high quality stuff on that main stage and uh, from there we start bringing into the design elements of the stage as well
2: I think that's incredible because the organization that you and your company, it's fantastic. And it makes what we do as exhibitors here, so what I do in the theater and in the workshops, the talks that we give, it makes it so easy for us where we walk in and we know everything's done. Yeah,
4: for the lou- you know, a lot, a lot of the things for like the lounges and that, we, we also try and get involved there with the guys who assist them in what they wanted to do because various lounges have got different uh, aspects that they need in every lounge of what they want to do and how they want to do that. So we try and get involved with a lot of guys, just like we've been involved with you for quite a while now. We know what you guys want and, and how you want to and uh, what you want to get out of that lounge for your audience at the same time. Yeah. So it's quite important for us to be listening to, to you guys as well in order to actually bring out the best in Sexpo. And by you guys doing that, people are enjoying what's in the lounges. And how long before the actual show
2: do you start setting up?
4: We, uh, like, for instance, now um, we actually came in on Saturday already. Uh, we started with the stage. We started with the main stage, getting all of that uh, in. We start pre-programming all the lighting and things like that. And after that, you start moving into the lounge, which normally takes us about a good two days mm. to actually do the lounges because there's a lot of elements and there's a lot of little things um, that people need. Um, and I think that's why they've always enjoyed working with us, because we listen to the little things that they need mm. from having a light lighting up that or, or having a light behind a swimming pool that in their eyes is important, and we've got to listen to that. So, yeah, it is between, you know, three to four days uh, that we pull in here, and uh, we start getting the stuff up and running, which is uh, quite important to us because we've got a lot of rehearsals that we run on main stage And long long days, those. Yeah, very, very long days. And, uh, you know, the artists and the dancers and all that put a lot of effort in because they've actually got to get used to their placings on main stage. Um, in order to get the, the full aspect on and the interaction with the client, the customers that are on that floor as well.
2: Uh, it's, and the breakdown, how long does that take? Because if it takes four or five days to set this up, then the well, breakdown.
4: Yeah, look, the breakdown can really, really vary depending mm-hmm. on how we um, set up our crews and how we uh, sort of split the teams mm-hmm. up. Uh, but on average, uh, it could take us between about five to six hours. We
2: work pretty quick. Yeah, because I know the breakdown has to be quick because yeah. other exhibitions come into, the, into yeah. the venue space.
4: Yeah, I mean, like, for instance, when we finish on Saturday night, we've got a crew of probably close to about 18 people mm-hmm. coming in. And we break them up into two teams. And we've pretty much got to be out there by pretty much, I think, six o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, but, you know, we try and work safety as well because has uh, always had a motto being safe uh, with the exhibitors and the lounges and all that. And, uh, you know, we work pretty quick when we get it. I think what, what comes up comes down very quickly as well. Yeah. Sex is
2: the same, sometimes <laughs> takes a long time to get up. Yeah, we know that. It hey? comes down very, very quickly. And for some people, it's kind an of anti-climax at the top of that. Yeah, so that's what you that. guys have got to come learn about, is how to have the most awesome sex. A question, because you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Why is Sexpo important to you?
4: You know, um, I think it's something that, because uh, when Sexpo started, um, I think it's a fun brand. Um, it's something that we've always enjoyed being involved with. And as the years have gone by, we've got more involved. Uh, we've got more involved in a lot more of the production. We've got more involved in uh, looking at the, the dancers, mm-hmm. the elements on the stage and all that. Where when we first sort of started, it was really just around the technical. Um, for me, sex has become a bit of a, a close thing for me because I enjoy the brand, I enjoy the show. Um, it's a bit different to sort of what my company does when we do corporates. Mm-hmm. Corporates are very strict. They, they, they only sort of abide by this, and we've got to do that, have got to do that. We Sexpo, we've got a little bit more creativity. Mm. And we can have fun doing Sexpo at the same time. My crew loves doing Sexpo. We have guys that literally actually ask us, can we can work? Can we come work on Sexpo? And because they enjoy it. And I don't think it's anything to do with uh, um, that. actually that it's sex or such. They just enjoy it because of it's been such a cool mm. brand. And I think that's what it brings through in terms of my passion, being running Sexpo for nine, uh, for nine years now. Um, I think I'm sitting on about 30 to 35 Sexpos that we've done. We've done Durban, Cape Town. And, um, you know, there is still uh, thoughts of actually going possibly back to a Durban mm. or a Cape Town at some stage. Um, but Sexpo is just a cool brand, and I've got a lot of passion for it. I've got a lot of time. I've got a lot of time for the owners of uh, Sexpo as well because they've entrusted me in uh, really bringing out the best in uh, Sexpo and um giving South Africa
2: some great entertainment at the same time. Well, I have to personally thank you, which I do anyway, but Mm. you make my time at Sexpo so easy, Mm. and you guys are so accommodating, and I'm really, really grateful. And I thank you, and I really enjoy
4: working uh, with you and the time I spend. I've based my my business, uh, uh, being Integrity Promotions, that uh, is based around integrity. It's based around listening to clients, listening to customers, Making sure that uh, we make their journey a lot easier when they're on their show. Mm -hmm. We understand that you guys are also standing for a long time. There's a lot of pressure when it comes to uh, you guys making sure that uh, uh, the show and uh, your lounge runs. So, you know, if we're not there to be able to support you guys, then what really is the point? You know, we've got the technical guys that run around here um, to make sure that if there's an issue, we can fix that issue within seconds versus minutes because at the same time when people are paying for a show to be happening People don't want to be suddenly waiting for something to be fixed or anything like that. So we use, uh, pride ourselves in being able to come in quickly and actually fix out a problem. Not that we've actually ever had, um, but when you have those little niggly things that you need to sort out, you can sort it out pretty quick.
2: Yeah, awesome. Dean, thank you so much because I know you're so busy before oh, the day you. starts. So thank you for taking the time to, to chat with us. And yeah, I'll
4: we look forward to it. today. We're going to uh, absolutely kick ass today, and I hope everybody enjoys
2: the Rats Expo. Thank you. I'll see you later in the day. Absolutely. Thank Thanks, you, Bye. One of the things that we do at Sexpo, besides all of the hype, besides the toys, besides the underwear, so what I have taken to call the porn plastic and panties, which is all the porn, all the vibrators, all the toys, all the underwear, is there's a really important educational component of Sexpo and a really important element of social responsibility. And the social responsibility extends way 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 beyond simply safe sex and it extends into what's happening out in the world in the community in different aspects of sexuality and one of the things that we have done for the last couple of years is the Salvation Army has been here so you think Salvation Army and Christmas and doing things like that but you guys are doing an amazing campaign against human trafficking And I actually have a little bit of a personal connection because my daughter is a copywriter and she designed some of the logos that you have and some of the fonts that you have. So for me, it's kind of a little bit more personal. But I think it's an amazing thing that you guys are here. Now it's time for you to talk. (laughs) But you have to talk really close to the microphone. All
5: right, I'll start voting. Yeah, Yeah. thanks for having us. Yeah, it is a...
6: It is a privilege for the Salvation Army to be here because we've got a strong message um, to tell. And uh, human trafficking is a reality in society and in the world and in South Africa and in Johannesburg. And uh, so we bring awareness to those who come past. And uh, if we have one good conversation and save someone out of this uh, terrible injustice... Um, then we feel we have done what we needed to do. With me is uh, is Margaret. She's the national coordinator for the anti-human trafficking program for the Salvation Army. And, uh, yeah, she can give you some... Good insight, yeah.
2: and I'd like that because we look at human trafficking, and I think for a lot of us, we don't really see it as being a South African problem or it happening in South Africa. It's like always this big thing in Eastern Europe, you know, where girls are tracked across Eastern Europe and people are slaved from other parts of Africa and America, and we don't get to see it as being a South African issue. What is the real situation in South Africa? It's
7: really interesting because South Africa is. Three things. We're a destination country. So we have slaves being brought from overseas, from the SADC countries into South Africa. We are also a transit country in that slaves come through our country on their way to various places. But we are also a a source country. So we have had slaves taken from here and either taken to different places or overseas. So we have a huge slave population in the hum- in human, um, human trafficking world. It's, we're starting to see some prosecutions coming through. We're starting to see some hope. But it really is really tough. It's mm-hmm. hard.
2: So when you talk about slaves, what are people actually being used for as slaves?
7: There's a number of things. Domestic servitude is one of them.
2: And is that s- still happening in South Africa in a Hugely. big way? Hugely. In a, in a slave situation. In a
7: slave situation where sometimes they don't even get a meal a day. Sometimes they are domestic servitude in the morning and in the evening they're the um, sexual partners for whoever they want to have in their home. We've also got um, slaves on farms um, in the workplace. In KwaZulu-Natal they just closed down a factory with um, people being used in slave-like conditions, living in the building, not ever being allowed to get out of the building. Um, All of these kind of things are happening right here in South Africa. The one that I've worked in more is in the sex trafficking world. But um, I think that if we looked at the international labor statistics, then probably the, um, the labor will probably take over sex trafficking eventually.
2: Wow. And we're a transit country, so people are coming through here to elsewhere. Is that across the world?
7: Yeah. They come in from... Uh, you know, some come in and use us as the as the buy, mm. you know, the buy country, so that they can sort of get some um, kind of legitimacy for going to somewhere else. So we've got we've had a lot of Ethiopians coming through us, going to Ireland and going overseas to the UK. Um, we've had a lot of folk coming in from the Satic areas, coming landing in our country, and then from there being dispersed to different places. Sure.
2: The idea of people as as commodity really boggles me.
7: Yeah. That's exactly it. And in fact, human life seems to be getting cheaper. Yeah. You know, you, you can buy somebody for seven, 800 rand. Wow. Who's selling these people? Ah, magic question. Wish we knew. There's a number of um, syndicates, large syndicates, but there's a lot of small little groups of people. So a group of people get together. They think, okay, we can get some guys from Tanzania, bring them through Mozambique and border, drop them off at a place called NAS or whatever, and then from there we can either, either we sell them, or if they've got relatives in South Africa, we'll find them and say for $2,500, you can have your relative back. So it's, it's like opportune stuff happening right now. People are just jumping onto this bandwagon. So somebody's in debt, and the guy says, okay, if you give me a relative, I'll let your debt off. So, so there's no, you know, you can't put your finger and say, mm. it's the Nigerians, it's the Russians, it's the Chinese. You can't do that anymore. Hmm.
2: Wow. <laughs> I, I don't even really know what to say. In terms of this, it must be one of the most horrendous and scary things for so many people.
7: Well, for me, I think that as South Africa, we need to... One of the big things is we need to recognize the right of a, girl to, a child to be a girl child. Mm. We've got 12-year-olds, um, 13-year-olds standing as prostitutes on our streets. And, of course, they wouldn't stand there if there wasn't somebody buying them. Absolutely. So, for me, the human trafficking um, message really has to get to men... And we need men champions to say, if you buy a child um, and you're going to prostitute with that child, then you should be ashamed of yourself. We need to put that stigma around that. So in South Africa, we have got um, prostitutes from as young as 10 standing on our streets. And the phenomena is changing. We've got little boys standing on our streets now. So who's going to be their voice? And something else I'd like to talk into with our human trafficking situation is we need to start thinking about more exit strategies. How do we get somebody out of this Mm. so that they can be reunited with community and actually flourish? Margaret, I don't
2: have an enormous amount of time this morning because we've got a lot of people to talk to. I would love... In a couple of weeks for you to come and do a full show with me on cliff central one friday morning where we can really talk about this in greater depth i would really enjoy that and the words not enjoy i would appreciate if we could do that we'd appreciate the platform so that's great thank you in the meantime where can people get more information where can they find out more besides coming to sexbo to talk to you okay
7: um there is a helpline that we have it's an oh eight thousand so please give the number Oh, eight thousand seven three seven two eight.
2: And we'll contact you and make a time Perfect Thank you very much
7: Thank you Thank you
2: Have a happy day at Sexpo, ladies
7: <laughs> We intend to, thank you Thank you that's, Bye-bye Bye.
2: Wow And that's the amazing thing about Sexpo Is that it really does cover the spectrum of being human And some of it is ugly But it's a part of all of us So joining us now is a slightly different direction Grant is doing naked sushi Do you know the proper Japanese word for this, Grant? Because yeah, um, we have used it as a dirty dictionary word in the past And it is? Well,
8: excuse my pronunciation But I think it's niomitori That's that, it That's it, yes, absolutely. yeah, Absolutely Yes, I think it's the first of its kind here yeah, at Sexpo so what are you doing exactly? So we to got us? we got two portions to our stand. We got a normal sushi restaurant where you can come and order some sushi and some oysters, and you can enjoy it for some lunch. Okay,
2: now you see that excites me, my darling. I don't know if you're listening to this. My darling's not here. Uh, so well, I I it was me. No. <laughs> Listen, you're a really nice guy, Grant. You are not, my darling. <laughs> She's in a different category. Okay. So, baby, if you're listening, when you come later, we have to come have some oysters with Grant. Absolutely. On the house as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. There Thank we go. you very much. So, tell us now more. Okay. About. So, the
8: other half of our um, stand, um, it's called Neomatori. So, we've got two female models and two male models. Yes. So, what they do, they lie on their backs naked. And we got um, actually a professional artist to come in. And they decorate the, the models with banana leaves and flowers and roses and all the different. Um, colorful flowers out there, and on them we placed all the different sushi over the the, the naked bodies. So how it works is you come there and you you must have a full appetite because it's an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet for half an hour, so you pay your your money, which is 495 Rand. You get a bottle of champagne as well, all-you-can-eat sushi and oysters as well. And it's just—it's just—it's more of a social experience. It's nothing dirty. It's nothing. No, it's beautiful. It's, it's more body. It's more body art than yeah. than anything else.
2: We've done that at at various events that yeah. like we've done where we've had naked dessert platters. Yeah. We've had naked sushi platters, yeah. and it adds such a special and yeah. sensual dimension yeah. to the events. Yeah. That, that and we've sushi done it for. is a, be-
8: it's a beautiful food. I mean, it's yeah. it's one of the most pretty and pretty food you can get. So you put it into a beautiful naked model. It just Elaborates the whole thing. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's awesome. Do you do this outside of sex Grant? This is actually the first time we've been running with this idea. Okay. So we've actually got a restaurant in Lifestyle Garden Center. It's okay. upstairs from Primi Piatti. It's called Mizu. So that's our sushi restaurant upstairs oh, okay. there. So we're running on the idea now of maybe doing it for corporate events or some stag parties or bachelorette parties and corporate functions, something like that. So we can hire out at the venue. You can bring some models and you guys can eat sushi and drink champagne as much as you want all night. Well, we could certainly do
2: some events there. Firstly, a sex talk and then in, in my capacity through Eros Life because a lot of people we do events for and they're always looking for something new something and
8: different. Yeah. different. Yeah. So I
2: think it's awesome that it's happening in South Africa because yeah. it's a real art. It's proper art, yeah. Yeah, proper it art. really is. And it just allows the sensuality of an event to expand yeah. into something Different country, yeah.
8: I no, hear you. Okay, well,
2: beautiful. you're more
8: than welcome to come look at our stand. We the models are on from four pm today. They'll be running every half an hour till till eleven o'clock tonight. So you're more than welcome to come have a look and see what it's all about.
2: So, guys, if you haven't had this experience, you've got to come and have it. This is like once in a lifetime mm-hmm. moment to eat sushi off a naked body. Come <laughs> on, it's awesome. Come visit us at Sexpo. Amen. Grant, thank you so much. Thank you, John. appreciate it. Eh? Have a wonderful day. And. When my darling gets here, we are coming to have some oysters with you later. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. So we are going from sushi to beards. I don't know how well beards and sushi go together because you get little drops of rice that get lost in there. So, you've been sitting in front of me a few times at Sexpo. Yeah, you know, it's all about experience. <laughs> Absolutely. What is the captain's beard doing at Sexpo?
1: So, you know what? The captain's beard, we focus uh, on, on men's grooming, but yeah. we, 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 we're all about the lifestyle. So, a lot of guys will ask us and say, guys, on the beard, it's more about a trend. Yes. I think if you maintain it and you look after it, it's not a trend, it's more about the
2: lifestyle. Okay, so what is a beard lifestyle? You're going to have to explain that to me very carefully.
1: Look, a lot of guys will start and ask us and say, what is the length you must go? Mm. Where must you grow it? Is, is it all about the full beard? I think if you even have the five o'clock shadow Uh-oh. and you have some beard oil to maintain it mm-hmm. and have to merge to go with it, we're all about tattoos, beards, Harley Davison's. So that's how we're rolling. Do You have
2: to have a beard to be part of the beard lifestyle. What happens if you've got the tats in the bike? Luke, we also have a brand called The Captain's Lass.
1: So that's more about for the ladies. So I think (laughs) the guys without beards will definitely fit in there.
2: Okay. So one of my favorite... TV series is called Duck Dynasty. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, I okay. watch all of them. So the beards is the big thing with yeah. the ducks. If you guys haven't seen Duck Dynasty, look it up on the web and you got to watch it. Uh, have you seen Diesel Diesel Brothers before? No. It's also a okay, keep a lookout big for that one. Yeah, I, I just love the ducks. I think they are really, really incredible. Yeah, they love it. Okay. But it is a new thing—the the kind of whole beard lifestyle and men's grooming in terms of yes, beard. It is a reasonably new trend. I went to England. Uh,
1: um, in the beginning of the year, and we spoke about uh, where we had started, where we hmm. are in South Africa, and we realized that we are 29 years be- behind England, so we have a long lifespan still going in, hmm. still com- coming to South Africa, so I think the whole lifestyle is starting to get into South Africa now. Okay. Now, interesting thing, because not everybody can grow a beard. Definitely. Definitely. Um, we have beard growth that yeah. will that that will stimulate growth, but okay. unfortunately, it's it, it's all up to the genes. If you don't if you don't if you, never, if you haven't grown a beard for the last twenty five years, fair chance it's, it's not going to happen. Yes. Okay. So those guys are excluded from this journey. Look, uh, that's why we say we're more about a lifestyle brand. So yeah. the captains beard, we are opening our second barber shop now. So we specialize in men's grooming. So we okay. we also have a, have a whole shaving range. So we're not only about. Beer
2: at Like say, we have a full-on men's grooming range. Because that's really awesome stuff. I mean, one of my yeah. great treats every now and then is to go to a barber and have a proper shave. Yeah. Hot towel, straight hotel. razor. Definitely, yeah. The whole experience. Definitely. Um, the
1: captains we had, so we focus mainly on the lifestyle, like I said. So we have the captains, TCB um, Barber. Mm-hmm. So we're opening barber barbershops right, uh, right, right across South Africa. And there all men can go and enjoy it. Have a cigar, sit with a bottle of whiskey in front of you and just talk to your barber.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Website, contact details. How do
1: people find more information? Right, you guys can get us online on www.thecaptainsbeard.co.za and you can find all our information there, where the barbershop is. We stock, we stock more than 200 stores around South Africa and there you can get all the details about everybody.
2: That's awesome. And people can come visit you at Sexpo, of course. Please come and visit at Sexpo. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll see all you right later you in the day, guys. Yes. That's pretty interesting, these we added guys running around. Everybody's running around at Sexpo. So here's my friend, Lindy. You know what Lindy is, guys? Lindy is an expert in sex toys because Lindy tells me that she has tested almost every toy that's out there. So I guess the first question is, Lindy, do you have a favorite toy?
5: Um, that would be hard to say. Um, I don't think I can have a favorite. There is an occasion for everything.
2: Ah, you Um, see. Now, that's a really smart answer. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Because we all want different things at different times. Absolutely. So what are you doing at Sexpo?
5: Um, Sexpo was sprung on us a little. Uh, This was going to be something that was going to be more an online thing. Mm -hmm. And then we decided, hey, Sexpo's here. Let's come and see what the demand is for, for our product. Which are? Um, which are, uh, ex- well, exclusively or, or mainly glass, mm-hmm. dildos, glass by plugs, glass tails, um, all these very fancy little things that you can find. Okay. Um, somehow people seem to be a little bit afraid of glass in South Africa.
2: Because they think it's going to
5: break. They think it's going to break.
2: I will tell you, I have a friend who is a doctor, Yes. working at the Joburg gym one evening, has an x ray that he showed me of somebody who had decided to use a light bulb.
5: Oh, fantastic. As a toy. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go putting a light bulb up any crevice mm-hmm. uh, or orifice in your body. Um, the glass is not strengthened. Our glass is strengthened, guys. Um, and it's
2: beautiful. The it toys, is. the glass toys are they beautiful. are works
5: of art. And you can even get them in the shape of a vegetable, guys, a chili. So mom-in-law or mom comes in. She's not going to know that you've been playing with yourself. She's going to think it's a kitchen ornament. So um, some really, really nice stuff.
2: So they really are yeah. awesome. And the glass little butt plugs are amazing. They're they so are. smooth. They're really, they're really, really they're nice
5: and smooth. And the other thing about them is that um, girls tend to be a little bit apprehensive with anal play because they're afraid of there being a smell or something there. Mm-hmm. And glass does not retain smell. Mm. So it stays nice and clean. You can clean it very easily. Um, it's really, really nice because you can heat it and you can cool it. We had one of our lovely ladies from Teasers downstairs asking us if uh, she could cool it because mm. she enjoys a cold backpack.
2: Yeah, you can. You can yeah,
5: so you put can, them in the fridge. You can. You can cool it. Um, I personally don't like them cold. Well, some I like people them do. more heated. Um, yeah. And then the tails are pretty nice as well. Little foxtails. Mm-hmm. So, it's
2: a, a little butt plug with a tail. Interesting little thing. Tail. This is a,
5: this is a tail. Um, yeah, just careful because when you wear a tail out, people have the ten- tendency to yank on it, yeah. and that might not be so pleasant.
2: Absolutely. So, so which toys stand out for you personally, Linda?
5: Um, for me personally, I really enjoy the tail. Mhm. I really enjoy the butt plugs as well. Um. Could we
2: convince you later at Sexpo to walk around with the tail? You maybe. Could,
5: you could convince me, maybe.
2: Okay, well. Convince me, and then you'll come take a photo. We'll spend some time working on that. Yes, yes. Okay, can we put you on the stage in my
5: theatre? You could.
2: Oh. You could. I would do that. This for is you. getting interesting. <laughs> We've used the word interesting in a few conversations the last few days, Lindy.
5: Because interesting is the nice way of putting
2: it. (laughs) Sexpo is fascinating. You guys got to come see the stuff. It really is beautiful. It really, really is. Which of the other toys besides the glass toy stand out for you personally?
5: For me personally, I really, really enjoy some of the stuff that you have app controlled. Mm -hmm. um, Because you're not in control of it. Um, you give your boyfriend or your husband a little remote control, yeah. you go shopping, and Bob's your ankle because you don't know when that zap's coming. Ah. Um, the other thing that I personally quite enjoy is the Bob's restra- your
2: uncle makes quite an interesting kind of set that gets into other
5: realms. It does, it does. You don't want your uncle doing anything to <laughs> so you, don't um, No. Um, the other thing that I really, really enjoy is the restraints thing, the blindfolds, mm-hmm. the being tied up kind of thing. Ooh, yes. Um, but you have to really trust your partner. You can't be being tied up with some strange person and then they just leave you there. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: That's really awesome. Lindy, where do people get more info on the toys that you have?
5: Well, there will be a site coming up um, with all the information on there. It's not live at the moment, but um, it will be live in the next month or so. So you guys can go to www.ladylounge.co.za. Um, at the moment, it's going to give you an under-maintenance little pop-up screen but that won't be for much longer guys
2: okay very cool lindy thank you for coming to chat with me it's a
5: pleasure i think later
2: we might have to call you on some of these things that you have said live on air fine
5: that's fine i'll be confident give me a drink and i'll be fine
2: oh is that how
5: it it works you give me some liquid motivation and i'll be fine okay
2: well (laughs) i'm sure we can organize something of that nature cool i hope you have a wonderful day at SexPo. thank you and i'm sure i will see you later in the day i am sure you will Thank you so
5: Thanks, much. Thanks,
2: Johnsy. So we are going from sex toys to toys of a different nature, to toys of a different nature. If Douglas would look at me, it would be even better, because if Douglas would look at me, I could get him to sit his butt sorry, down in sorry, the chair sorry. instead of socializing.
0: I'm hearing interesting conversations there. So.
2: Oh, as uh, interesting politics. as ours, you think? Um, quite close. Yeah? yeah. What, what, what was that conversation A uh, squirting competition
0: oh. with a double-ended dildo. Oh, so okay. I had to wait and, you know, pay attention properly.
2: Yeah. I, I would not argue with that. How way. are you guys doing? We're doing good. Good so Douglas and I have known each other for a long time. Yes. And it's really cool to see you at Sexpo again. Thank you. What are you doing here? Um I've got the Bondage Lounge.
0: Oh BDSM lounge Yes. yes you amazing. need to just put your mouth. It's the mission level two. <sighs> and um basically it's um where artists teach Some vanillas about the bondage life, the Mm. the BDSM community. Which,
2: thanks to Fifty Shades, as bad as it is, and we are not going down that road as to how bad it is, (laughs) because we've done that to death time and time again, there is such a resurgence, or, or not a resurgence, there's such an awakening and interest in bondage and different aspects of that.
0: Definitely, definitely. So what we're here to do basically is answer all questions, provide amazing equipment and toys for them, and teach them a couple of tricks to take home. And hopefully they can be part of the lifestyle from there on.
2: Okay. That's how we do it. And you've got people there to advise people. Yes, I've got a couple of dungeon
0: masters, a couple of um, dominatrix women there as well. So it's for everybody.
2: So everybody. And they can get some really good information.
0: Definitely get some good information. Um, They can get some tutorials. Um, they can watch
2: if they want mm-hmm. to. So some guys you can you're doing demos. Doing demos all day. So you can get tied up, you can get see tied something up. feels like yeah. and you don't have to go the full full No, no, no no no, you, you don't can kinda of dip a toe in the water. Just dip a toe into it,
0: find what your kink is, what hmm. you like and from there you develop it and go forward.
2: Okay. That's so so people can for example they can have some ropes tied up on top of their clothes. Yes.
0: Um, that's that's one of the fun things Hmm. to get some rope tied on top of your clothes we teach you how to do the knots so that they're more sensual even though it's tied on top of your clothes Mm -hmm. certain areas are definitely more exciting than others others. Mm -hmm. others, so we teach you how to do that and you can go do it at home to your partner to your other significant (laughs) how long have you been involved in the bondage world i've been involved in bdsm for about seven years now okay yeah what got you there in the first place I was looking for more excitement. Okay. And you found it. <laughs> and I found it. That the no more wham-bam wasn't exciting. So mm. I needed some more sensual play, some more enticing ways to do things without just the penetration. Okay. Not and it's still exciting better. for you? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, the advantage I have is I make new toys. So ah. I, so you get to really explore and I experiment. I get to really explore and experiment. So before I sell it to anyone else, oh. I can really tell you that this works. Okay. <laughs> That's the beauty. But look, it's... The beauty about it is it's a personal thing between two people that you get along with, Mm -hmm. and once you have that consensual agreement, the rest is easy, so you develop the trust, and you can basically do what you want.
2: And it really takes you into different levels of relationship. True. um, Of continuously exploring and expanding.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, It's not just about Pain. People look at it as pain. It's really not.
2: That's the easiest part because anybody can pick any, up a paddle and hit any,
0: anybody. Anybody. But that's not it. It's the whole, the whole progress to it. The yeah. the experiment that you go through. The experience that you guys share together. And the dynamics and in the, the relationship. And the dynamics in the relationship. The trust factor. The you know the the, the thing of I'm letting I'm letting go mm. and I'm giving you control. And a lot of people don't like doing that. So once you get to learn to do that.
2: It, you know, yeah, and for some people to take control. And to take control. Because that's just, that's fascinating for yes. some people. Yeah. And for a lot of, to be in that space, in that full present space, allows your partner to surrender. So whether you're a man or a woman, as a Dom, it doesn't really matter. You have to be fully present mm-hmm. yes. to allow your, partner to, your partner to surrender in that yeah. way.
0: Yeah, and then there the are a lot of different aspects to BDSM. So you get a look at people who just enjoy the sensual part of it. Yeah. Then you got people who just enjoy the discipline aspect of it. Then you yeah. got people who just enjoy, enjoy the bondage concept. So it's a lot of different aspects to it. You just mm-hmm. need to
2: find what's for you. And what works for you and your significant other, and that's it. And that's the beauty of exploring it, is it allows you to go to so many different places within yourself. Yes, that's true. And, yeah, and you grow.
0: You grow in your relationship, you grow as
2: an individual, and, yeah, provides you some confidence. And And you have to do that, because one of the single biggest problems in long-term relationships is boredom. True,
0: true. That's the thing. So you always have to have something exciting happening, you know? You'd look at a tie differently <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah
2: and that's it's a beautiful because it literally is an endless journey true yeah do it you is. do you design toys yourself yes we do. so it's kind of like a it's quite a creative process in a lot of ways it is it is it's a creative process and if anyone
0: has any ideas of what type of toys they like they can always bring the, so you're custom make c- for people to make it because whatever you do is completely different to what another person does. So mm-hmm. you need something that goes with you. So same as the uh, outfits and everything.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. A website where people can get more information. They can
0: get all hold of me, www.kinkskrnx.ca.za. Um, Facebook is nx as well. Twitter, nx underscore fetish. Thank you.
2: And, of course, Sexpo today and is Santa Convention Center. And, of course, Sexpo
0: Santa Convention Center exhibition level 2. Big lounge, big toys, big equipment. Come awesome. play. Douglas, Have some
2: fun. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. I'll see you there. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm around. So we are going from bondage to swinging. Bondage to swinging. Because swinging can be part of bondage, and bondage can be part of swinging. And everybody gets to play all these wonderful, exciting games. And, you know, one of the awesome things about sitting here at Sexpo is I get to chat with all my friends because this is where we kind of meet and we hang out and we play and we chat and whatever. So Yaku and Lisa from Club Rome, good friends of mine. How are you guys this morning?
9: Morning, very well, thank you. That's
2: good. I'm happy. We're awesome. at Sexpo. We're chatting.
9: It's a cool place to be. It's an awesome mm-hmm. place Yes, to it be. is
2: indeed. Yeah. So Club Rome has a lounge at Sexpo. We do. What are you doing in there? Is it like a full on swingers party and everybody who walks in has taken clothes off and has sex?
9: Absolutely not. That's not what Ooh. swinging is about. Us. Why not?
2: That's
9: not... <laughs> we, wish it, we wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're, we're not, not allowed to fun. go all the
2: way, so yeah. Ah, so there are boundaries here.
9: There are some boundaries with us being a sex bar, of course, because okay. we're in a public area. Yeah. However, we do have lots of shows going on. So
2: what's happening in the we club We have girl and lounge?
9: girl shows. Girl, we've got girl oh, and boy big shows. Fantasy for we've so got many girl, girl and boy. We've got boy, boy and girl. We're doing all of these shows on our like suture chain, our Shadow Room, on our Massage Bed, and in our open area bed area as well.
2: Okay. Now the most important thing that you're doing here, besides all that, because that's like the hypey stuff. Hundred percent. And everybody wants to see that. There's no question. You know, your lounge, it's my lounge. Everybody one. wants to see the shows. There's no question of that. So. Question then becomes, part of what you're doing here is talking to people about swinging, about that lifestyle, how to get involved, Mm -hmm. um, answering questions, and that's huge because it's a really important part of being here.
9: It is. We're doing a lot of that, a lot of educating. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people still have the old-fashioned way of thinking that it's still put the keys in a hat situation, and that's exactly like Mm -hmm. what you said just now, walk in, take your clothes off, have fun with whoever's around. So there's a lot of educating still going on, a lot of answering questions, a lot of um, getting couples who have questions about boundaries, teaching mm. them and explaining them how to set boundaries, um, a lot of that going on. And yeah. a lot of the how to approach each other when you want to engage in a play, a lot of educating on that level as mm. well happening.
2: Yeah. yeah. And that's really important. Um, so what would you say is in terms of having a first conversation with your partner about swinging? What what would some of the elements of that conversation be? I think first of all, f- from a couple, um, we all need to unlock our
10: personal fantasies because I'm sure most most non lifestylers out there they, they've got fantasies crumpled up inside them that they don't. They're not quite comfortable in sharing with their partners yet because they're not quite sure how their partners going to respond, and um, might think, "Oh, you're a bit freaky." But in the meantime, um, her, his partner or her partner has got exactly the the same fantasies, mm. all just Bottled up, and th- th- it's just to get people just to get communicating first of all and just talk about these things. It, that's the right, that's the first step. Mm.
9: And then once we've, we've, we've gotten to that point of communicating it, okay, we've got. Fantasies, her fantasies, this, his fantasies, this. Setting boundaries to the lowest of whoever's the more comfortable. Mm, so no that one wants to push anyone's safety. To, absolutely. And you don't want to push your partner to do something they're not ready yet because you are. Mm. So you set your boundaries at the lower. So, like I always say, there's always someone on the accelerator and someone on the handbrake. Set your boundaries at the lower and discover what those boundaries are and what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. And then from there, you can take the steps going forward. And every couple's boundaries will be completely different. Mm. There's no two couples whose boundaries will be the same. Some couples it will be kissing.
2: And they keep changing as well. They do, as, as people we develop and grow. As change and grow, some will expand, some will become a little bit narrower, maybe, 100%. to create the safety Absolutely. for them.
9: The safety, though, again, comes in the communication. Mm. Uh, I'm a firm believer that communication is a key to every relationship, especially in swinging. And actually in all in actually in all relationships, whether you're swing or not, the communication creates the trust.
2: Yeah. So sitting with me is my friend Eric from the
11: Gas Comedy Show, whose eyes I think are being a little bit open this morning, being here. Yeah, I've seen a couple of things that are very expensive that I really can't afford. That I thought were oh. a lot cheaper. Might be expensive and cheaper? Have they been new and interesting things? Yeah, yeah, most, most of them.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when are you going to visit Jaco and Lisa at Club Rome? We've been having this conversation on and off for a few weeks. We've been sort of testing the what waters is, what about What is it. Club
11: Rome, to be specific? Sorry. Uh-huh. What, is, what is Club Rome? Sorry.
10: Club Rome is a swingers club. Ah, and... Most, most oh. people when they hear swingers club it's like,
11: oh, you want to play with my wife? Nah. He <laughs> doesn't have a wife. Jokes on you. So, I don't have a wife. <laughs> uh,
10: so you want to play with mine? No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, really? Wait. Oh, she <laughs> doesn't wife? I didn't know. I didn't know.
11: I answered to way too quickly. Wait. Do I have your consent to play with your wife? That's uh, well,
9: done. You uh, well done. You see? You learning. Learning. Oh, well, well done. You see? You are learning Eric. That's impressive.
11: And also because they were Very talking impressive. about this on on radio yesterday as well, yeah. and they were saying when people join in swingers clubs you need to follow the rules and some of the rules are as single guys you can't just go to a swingers club but as a single woman you can go to a swingers club that is far from that the is truth false. is that far from no but that's what I'm saying some of the clubs have these rules No, Here's what I'm no, heard. what no. we know, do is I can, I can go um, I'm allowed to what we do is
10: we, we let in a certain amount of single guys if you can imagine we've got I had the, this conversation so many times yesterday we might get 10 applications a day from okay. like say 6 couples and 4 single ladies yep. and then we get an influx of like 50 single ladies guys. Now, if we allow all 50 that single guys in, um, it's going to be a sausage fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And That'll some ladies some will the ladies enjoy it. ladies
9: like the gang bangs, And some, some people just have to give up their asses. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
10: Cool. <laughs> but then what we do is they go into a, a waiting list. Okay. And if there's couples or singles already in the lifestyle or members that's in the club that know and can vouch for that, that single guy, they get fast-tracked. Ah. And um, yeah, we, we look at them, and if they misbehave, then we ask them to leave because there is just so many <laughs> yeah. of them around. Sorry, my
11: comedy brain kicked in. That would be so shit to be like on the short list, and then you buzzed it <laughs> that day, like, "Yo, do you want to come through to the swingers club?" Fuck I have to play cricket tonight. Ah, oh, it's okay. I you've wish got i could months. Two
9: months. You've got two months. Yeah, but yeah, things your happen invites. in two months, man. Well, oh, to
11: use a... the invite, use so the I can invite. just rock up whenever. Oh yeah, okay, cool. So once you got like the invite,
9: you've got two months to use it. I might, I might
11: it. just put my name down. Okay. I might just. Can I come and watch? No, John. You're not allowed no. to be there. We've no, had like this discussion I, as well. I know we've You had and Tamar are not allowed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I need to venture into this journey alone. Okay, It's a self exploration, okay. not group with John T. And T. So I'm kidding. Yeah, what's If up? you do, <laughs> then you do understand you're going to have to give us a full report after. Full report. Uh, full d- details. So, like, I walked report. in and stepped in some liquid and I was like, oh my God. And what was started. the liquid? Yeah, like it it's had a consistency of, of lube and
2: other yeah. mixtures. Yeah, But then again, that's like, again, a little bit of a misunderstanding. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no I'm just messing with you guys. So but,
10: Jaunty, um, since you're not allowed to watch, I'll watch and then I'll uh, fill in the gaps that okay. you don't. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The, 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 the pieces yeah. you've <laughs> I'll fill in those gaps for you.
2: We'll
10: get it for now.
2: Well, pictures? Yes, no?
10: No pictures. No pictures. Thank you. Okay. Unless they, they are taken by a member. A, a staff member mm-hmm. that will ask you can I take your picture and then I'll say no
2: and then it'll carry on
10: as and you know. this is how it works at the
9: club on. and obviously with us being in sex boy, no phones at all are allowed because oh. you no know, so so tweeting
2: peop- you have to yeah. leave the thing outside
9: yeah, you can tweet later what thing oh so you I can, can be tweet like, later about do this thing hand-held. and then afterwards oh, I did this thing we are hmm. giving people um, um, stamps so if they want to leave and go watch another show or go for smoke or go to the loo they can come back so people are getting stamps as well so they are open to come and go as they want Amazing. in every way that is awesome guys thank you
10: don't come through penetration uh, okay, <laughs> <thinking. You laughs> what's,
9: what's the club Rome website it's www.clubroom.co.za
2: that's awesome thank you so much i will you. see you guys later at sexpo awesome
9: thanks I'll for see the you advice. just now gotta yeah. go and play
2: Go and play. See you just now, by. Go and play. Cheers. So now we're going back to behind the scenes. So we've been in front of the scenes, and now we're going back to behind the scenes. Melissa is involved with the building of the actual physical sexpo show. So that's fascinating because it's like this little city that grows out of nowhere. So there's this big empty hall. And from nowhere, we walk in and we all have a home that Melissa builds for us.
12: Hello, Jansi. When do you start building our homes? Depending on shows, but a couple of days before the event. Yeah. Because everything needs to build from the floor up. As you mentioned, it's an empty hall. So we start literally from the floor up with carpeting, then electrics, then all the shower scheme structures, furniture, all of that. So it takes a few days to try and get everything up especially when we try and push it so that we are ready in time so that when you guys arrive, everything is up and ready.
2: So, see, if you ever need help at home, you need to phone Melissa. <laughs> no, she can, she can organize. And she's amazing. You phone ah. and literally in, within mm-hmm. five minutes somebody's there. It's not like the other plumbers or electricians Full. or handymen. It's like these guys are on the job. Full decor, no
11: walls painted, windows butted,
2: everything. You name it. Ah, All amazing. these guys do it. <laughs>
11: <laughs> All these guys yes. do it. Now,
2: you've been doing sexpo for a while now.
12: Um, on and off, yes. I have done a few sex baths in the past. Um, previous years, I had other events mm. running. So, it's then, colleagues and so on has taken over. So, um, it's always interesting. It's always educational. Really enjoy, especially the people that you meet in mm. the events industry. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun and a lot of educational things too, to pick up in between.
2: Well, I have to personally thank you because I have a big space here. We have a lot going on with the yes. talks, the workshops, the lounge, and you guys are amazing.
12: Thank you in very what much. We
2: do. And you make it's, what we do so much easier.
12: The most important thing is that it is not just me. We have, I am very fortunate mm-hmm. to work with an absolutely amazing team. From 2A, as well as all the different contractors, um, staffing, venues, all of that, we've got a truly amazing team uh, that I've got the honor of working with. So it's not a one-man show. It is definitely teamwork, organizers, everybody behind the scenes. um, Everybody jumps in and and pulls things together. And how long does it take to set all this up? Because really, it's like a city that goes up. It does, yes. Um, normally, it takes anything between two to three days, depending on the amount of shows, depending on what details involved. Um, but it normally takes about two two days to to set everything up.
2: Okay, and to take it down, because
12: the breakdown is always an awful lot faster. Yeah. Um, everybody is tired. Everybody would like to go home, so it goes a lot faster. And Slack like 6
2: takes a long
12: time. <laughs> yeah.
11: <laughs> Explodes
2: on.
12: Very close, yes. Very yeah. close. Um, the big thing is just to always keep in mind to to have communication running mm. because everybody is in a rush, so accidents and things like that always is possible. But again, I've got a very amazing, responsible team that um, runs with things and always assist everybody else with. with the whole process as well.
2: That's awesome. Thank you for taking a few minutes to come chat with me because I know that you are (laughs) so busy and I know that I will see you later in the day.
12: We'll definitely do so. Thank you very much. Awesome.
2: Thank you, Melissa. Thanks. So here are some other friends of mine. See, it's just like friends and family. Now, I have to tell you, there's a lot of stuff here at Sexpo and these guys have, in my opinion... The most beautiful and the most exciting stuff that you can buy at Sexbox. So, yeah, and Shayna are with us. Morning, guys. Morning, morning, John. Tee. Did you have a good sleep last night? We did. Yeah, we, we did. We did. did. You look gorgeous this morning.
13: Thank you, Jolly John. Yeah, you're hot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
13: know, John, Tee,
14: it's so nice to actually have a conversation with you now. Um, because going in downstairs and then trying to have a conversation with you, it's so difficult because we're talking to you and you've got yeah. your two screens in the background with your
2: massages going. Oh, we had Yoni's and Cox on display. And that's, yeah. I just didn't concentrate. It's no. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got to learn to focus on one thing at a time. Come with a little bit of maturity, you'll get there. And I'll teach you, Grasshopper. It's yes, fine.
13: shame. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm focused. Awesome.
2: Tell us about Drizzle Jewelry. Where did it start? Oh, well, it started on a couch, actually. A lot of things started.
14: <laughs> That's where
11: most things started.
14: You know, we were we were young and confused about what we what we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and we we're just you know we were jumping between things from teaching music to real estate mm-hmm. to. Sure, and basketball performing. coaching, performing, and we were watching, actually, Spartacus. Yeah. And I think I'm going to pass the reins to Shana so she can tell you the rest. Well, as I said, it's
13: a very Grecian sort of inspired um, s- series, mm. and um, basically I kind of looked at these women that were adorned with semi-precious stones mm. and chains and that sort of thing, and I thought, yo, that's amazing, but I can not find anything like that. I kind of researched it, I thought, okay, you know, look around, couldn't mm. find anything, I thought, okay, well, it's, it's, this this looks pretty looks pretty amazing. Mm. Let's 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 try and make some, and that's what we kind of did in our in our lounge. We started putting these things together, and um, yeah, I mean, with with inspiration comes creativity, and um, a lot of people seem to love it. So mm. it's absolutely fabulous, and we really do try, I guess, make it you you know to be able to be utilized by as many people as possible. It's so central. It's such an elegant product. And, um, you know, it's versatile. People, as much as they want to use it in the bedroom, can also mm. use it throughout the
2: day. Um,
14: like so the necklace that she's wearing, as you yeah. can see.
2: Would you wear that?
14: She's
11: wearing a necklace at no. Yes.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. A very no, just lift your, your eyes up a little bit. I was looking at her, her boobs necklace. onto her neck. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the necklace. A little bit higher onto her face. I thought that you mentioned it. Yeah, so but John, to the table's <laughs> a bit <laughs> of a vintage for you. So
14: I'll explain <laughs> to you a little bit. So
13: this is, you can see, so it's a necklace, right? It looks like a yeah. normal necklace. Yeah. Uh, but in actual fact, it works on a non-piercing new system that obviously then attaches to the nipples. That way, okay. again, like I said, during the day, your 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 wife, girlfriend, or lover, mistress, whatever, yes. mistress, mm. she can go off to work, or you can go on a nice little dinner date, and you, you don't know, have any clamp of you. <laughs> maybe you should wear some of our jewellery, and you'll find a little honey. <laughs> it's not really
14: a clamp; it's not painful at all. No. So just Look, what? I had to try it's it like on. Attachment, like it just sticks to.
11: No, it's ideas. a it's noose. It's a little noose. Oh, so if you can, yeah,
14: well, like a like it's a lasso.
13: Work,
11: I barely have nipples. Like
13: he's got really tiny nipples like as micro well.
11: nipples. Oh, and
13: they seem to they they stay on that. But you know, we okay. we also okay. find that you get like quite you know, and that's a little secret that you and you know your lady can the have. Lady friend person. It's 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 a much more simple concept than having to dress up in lingerie because when you you know she puts on that necklace you you know you know what's happening. You know what you know what's happening, you know. but we also obviously you get a lot of women that are maybe more sensitive in the nipples, so they're like, you know, I'd, I'd rather either they want it to be slightly more you know, tight or, you know, we also do some beautiful, gorgeous like actually you can see I'm wearing this gorgeous waist chain I
11: I didn't see it but okay, I'll look again. Okay, 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 awareness, awareness. Guys, no, stop no, looking no, at me look like this, eye. man.
2: Well,
11: <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's looking at me a specific way. Guys, I've I've seen people before in real life. Okay, <laughs> I have eyes. I'm allowed to look at people. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you just saying, keep boys, them in your head. They Not there. Like yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll sit with my eyes. That's I'm listening. Yes. Yes.
13: <laughs> and then, for example, we've done these gorgeous little handcuffs. Now they look like just standard bracelets that people can wear to work every day. Um, but then it comes with the little naughty chain that at nighttime oh. you oh. can just be like. Excuse me, madam, you know, let me, give me, you give me your hands over here. You yeah, right to remain silent. Exactly, you know, exactly. Safe. Making, making the transition mouth? from, you know, just a normal conversation into that special <laughs> moment much, much easier. Oh. So, yeah, it's very playful. And like I said, uh-huh. it, it really allows, I think, more conservative people to start thinking, okay, well, I can, I can maybe start this way and then open, you know, open up the gate for everyone else to try a little bit more. It's beginner, okay.
2: John T. It's beginner. It's beginner. Yeah,
13: yeah, I did it. No, I did it.
2: <laughs> so my question is, because some of the stuff is beautiful, mm, thank Where, you. when are you going to make stuff for men? We're actually looking at that. actually looking at that. It's
14: just I'm not comfortable yet to be parading around in it. Well, there are other people who will do it. but <laughs> no, no. your
10: inhibitions yeah, on the rest exactly. of yeah. so exactly. Just because
14: you're not comfortable doesn't mean we can't have the pleasure. No, but, uh, we are in the, in the process of designing it. We're going to look at more or less trying to take from a lot of the African cultures. So if you look at like the um, leathers and no, no, no. What's that tribe called again? The Maasai. Mm -hmm. Maasai, for example, they've got that that body harness necessarily. It's made out of all different like reeds and stuff. So we're going to look at something like I try to make it a lot more masculine, try Mm -hmm. and find a way to take jewelry that is elegant and beautiful, but make it masculine for men,
2: obviously. Mm. Because with, with, with leather, with copper, with bronze, oh, yeah. beautiful things. Yeah.
13: I cannot tell you, I mean, uh, even just the amount of men that come through to our stand, mm. whether it's with our evening range that we obviously are showing at, at the expo, or our day range, um, the, the amount of men that come up to us and say, you know, when are you going to do something? Mm. I love, like, I mean, we even had a, a gay couple the other day try on an ear cuff and say, like, this stuff is so cool. Mm. So we are working on that. There's Tons of exciting stuff. because we design it like that, you know, it's it's unlimited. Um, Something that I'm quite excited about, hopefully will be done by October, are little whip necklaces. So, again, very versatile during the day. It looks like a normal necklace. But it's it's got, like, these little chains that hang off the end. And you see, when uh, you
2: go to Club Rome, you can go visit them first, and they'll give you like some really <laughs> awesome outfits <artwork just laughs> to will make you more attractive. Yeah. You know, what you are you trying could. to say, John? I'm ugly? Is that what you're saying? Eric, I never said that. You said more attractive. I said more. I didn't say anything about less. Ah. I think Smart you're
11: projecting mm. just Sorry, I'm kidding. Much. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I believe you. More attractive because I'm already as
7: it is Well e- You know, there anything that is, <laughs> um, you know, is drizzled
13: step. in um, adornments and jewels and, you know, look, Better okay, cool. Okay. Sure. Yeah, Do people
10: awesome.
2: but then, I
13: like I said, this. we're gonna have to look for models because you know, my business partner seems to think that my job is super easy and it's really, really not. Yeah, and and he doesn't want to
2: get dressed up, and you know, I don't know
13: what's, what's wrong with
14: I'm I'm dressed. Dressed. Yeah. I'm just no, you. I'll, I'll take off my top Yeah That's as far as it but is Maybe is John
2: you, would, you, would you be a candidate? Of course I would The next photo shoot And so would Kyle behind you Look at Kyle I mean he's got the body Of a god <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, okay. dude, almost,
11: Kyle's up for adventure
13: yeah, we also obviously need, because we need to be able... To
11: <laughs> I saw that, man. I saw that. You know,
13: something that a lot of people don't realize, obviously, when making these things, we've got to try and make them for all shapes and mm, sizes. Absolutely. And, because that is what makes the world go round. Um, I mean, nobody is always small, or you know, so... Um, models in terms of sizing, we're going to have to look at uh, different shapes and sizes. Mm. So, Kyle, you
2: can let us know if you. Really you yeah, keep dreaming. All three stages. All
14: three stages. Yeah. Cool. Guys,
2: right.
14: what's your website? Where can people find out more about jewelry? Well, you can you can find us on um, Facebook mm-hmm. at Drizzle Jewelry. On Instagram at Drizzle Jewellery, and then also just our website www.drizzle.co.za. and of course
2: at Sexpo at the Santon Convention Centre. Running and never mind specials. buying the stuff online. That's fine. Just come and talk to these guys because they're such cool people. Well, thank you, John. Thanks, John. We love spending time with you. Yeah. So have a cool day at Sexpo guys and a cool day tomorrow and I'm sure I will see you in the day. Thanks so much. Awesome. You know?
13: Have a fantastic day, John.
2: Bye bye, guys.
11: Bye. Did you give them the jewelry back? I'm not that kind of color, John. Just asking. Got it, got he's got it. I'm just asking. I never made I, yeah, any
2: aspersions. You're just projecting I love all the, the stuff words this man you've, uses. Because you've into, you into this, just because you're a color, you think. <laughs> you see, you're just putting it all no, on no, yourself. No, no, I'm missing anybody
11: man. putting it. But on I have, you I have you. this. I have this problem. I've realized recently. Uh, mm-hmm. I go onto the internet to look up words like that, aspersion, and then I end up on up. Then I'm like, but how did I get here? I think everywhere you go, you get onto yeah. <laughs> I was an urban dictionary a second ago. Now I'm on X videos. This is awkward. That's yeah. it. How good is your Afrikaans? How good is my Afrikaans? Yeah. Uh, it's moderately okay. Moderately it good. can get me out of trouble. Okay, because mine isn't. Oh, yours is horrible. Okay, no, I'm 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 okay, I'm okay with Afrikaans. Okay. Don't ask me for big words or to speak quickly, because then I'm I'm still. Okay. You can speak as slowly. As oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Then I can speak Afrikaans with <laughs> you. Luckily, my
2: okay.
6: English is good.
2: Ah, <laughs> there we go. That oh, makes great. it easy. Oh, right. What's Pura
12: Um,
6: Pura Plessir is a sensual boutique for ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus on couples mm-hmm. Um, and more your Afrikaans market because everybody knows the Afrikaans community has been brought up very strict, Yeah. Um, been taught that sex is wrong. Unless you are it is focusing on bringing the fun back into and the pleasure and the romance back, back into relationships. Um, especially if you get your older people, 40 plus, they um, tend to um, miss each other and the kids get, get um, go out of the houses yeah. and then they...
11: They're left alone and There's alone, no, and they, and no spark. There's
6: no spark. So my focus is to keep the spark in there or if they get to a stage where they... Um, need, to, need help to bring this bog back, I've got a beautiful shop that caters for them. Um,
2: mm. and but now, you know, there's an interesting thing about the Afrikaans community because it's one of those, I think the saying, the saying is more or less something like still because a lot happens under the surface in that community.
6: That is that is true. And unfortunately, um, people don't know where they can, can talk about this. Because mm. um, in the community, you can't really talk in church or talk to um, to your friends because it's been frowned upon. And, well, just uh, come
2: see me because I'm the high priest of sex.
6: <laughs> um, oh, yeah, for me, it's about having oh, no, people.
2: My boy. <laughs> worship.
6: It's about. Um, creating a comfortable environment where people can come and talk about anything and uh, my relationship with my clients are very intimate and friendly I mean I've got people that phone me to ask about things that's not even remotely um, to do with sex Mm. but because they trust me and um, they can focus on that Um, Yeah, and that is what I do It's, it's, it's awesome to have a lady coming in there and just been through a divorce and she's broken down and I can um Send her out of the shop with a hop and a step. Uh, yeah, that's that's great. And especially to work with couples and see them fall in love and, with each other in the shop again. Um, it's an awesome, awesome experience for me. Yeah. And then we also cater for the bigger sizes. Um, well, I realize now That's that
2: an important one. Because yeah. a lot of the sexual and sensual stuff is for kind of model type bodies. Yeah. I mean, you look around here and you see all these girls parading around um, advertising Skeptical toys clothing. and lingerie. Yeah. Yeah, but they're all kind of similar. They're more like yeah, the skinny little things. Yeah,
6: yeah. Um, and, uh, f- well, I've got my own lingerie range, the Peter Plessis range, which, is, um, which go from small to 2XL. And we can actually custom-made for you as um, if you're a bigger size. Mm. So um, that is nice because even your bigger girls wants to feel sexy of course. and yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and that is where we come in and, and, and cater for that market. Yeah, so it's... Um, it's a very exciting. Uh, I was brought up in the same Afrikaans conservative. conservative, conservative homes, uh, I actually asked my husband yesterday. I said, "Would you have thought 10 years back I would have taken you to Sexpo, not even saying that I've got a stall there?" And he said, "It's amazing." So yeah, it's been quite a journey. And so what um,
2: triggered? Where did the journey start for you?
6: Um, I actually started because I've got a passion for for marriages, mm-hmm. and um, I think there's a big gap. Uh, To to, to save marriages Especially in the sexual part Um, We know sex is only 10% Of a a relationship But if it's messed up it messed up the whole relationship. And for me, it's just to get the ladies' minds right. Because uh, we know a, a lady's biggest sex organ is a mind. So my whole shop revolves around changing their minds um, and getting them to like pleasing their partners again. For men, it's easy. Men love sex um, as much as they can. And if yeah. they can get it with their partner, with intimacy involved, it can be so much nicer. Okay.
11: Cool cool yeah no well I'm new to this I'm still just trying to absorb everything that's happening yeah because it's, it's 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 something I wouldn't normally do. Just walking into like an adult store, and this is like all the adult stores in one place at one time. Well,
6: I must say my shop. Uh, that's why I, I rather say it's not a, it's not an adult shop. It's more a sensual boutique for ladies. So, um, I'd, men are welcome by appointment. Couples are welcome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, people are very scared to get in there. But as soon as they arrive there, it's it's soft music and it's very it's lots of feathers and fluff and, Beautiful. Um, yeah, so come and Welcoming visit. Welcoming
11: environment. We, which stall number are you?
6: I am at stall 38. Beautiful so season. Right. Ah,
11: okay. Cool.
6: Super cool. cool.
11: John Thank you guys John, uh, No, Jonti is like gone T are you are you, ar- are you around? I'm, Hello yeah. Sure. Welcome, yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's not my show I can't just take control of that I don't even know what's This is your home ground mm-hmm. And you are leaving But you're sitting visitor. here I'm spectating Is what I'm, I'm doing
2: Yeah, you're here as a <laughs> contributor yeah, So I'm, make yeah, yourself yeah, useful I'm, right?
11: I'm contributing Do not hear it. me speaking the English? Don't fall back on this previously disadvantaged I cuck yeah. Where did I do that? Never I'm here that's it.
2: You are, Hi. and I think it's awesome for you to be here at Sexpo. We've Thank been talking about it for weeks. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I love this idea of the lingerie and, and for bigger women because it's such a big gap, and I think it's really beautiful. It's really an important thing. Yeah, is this I the first Sexpo you've done, Dillian? Actually,
6: this is my second Sexpo. Okay. You have to
2: put your mouth close to the mouth, like Sorry. you're going to give it a big smooch <laughs> or a deep throat or something. Do you know how to deep throat? By the way.
6: Yes. Are ah, you? Are oh. One thing. Um. <laughs> Do
11: you know how to deep throat? Hell no. <laughs> um,
6: what was that question again before the one?
11: <laughs> You've painted that between Yeah, you see, you get distracted
2: you so easily, you people. You the don't, don't know how, how to focus. Just enter the brain and you're like, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. The question was, was this your this first, first
6: session? Uh, <laughs> no, this is not my first. Um, last year, I was actually was my first one, and okay. I was part of the um, ladies-only area, mm. uh, which ended up being a great experience, um, having lots of couples there, and just giving people an impression that there can be a shop that's quite classy, um, so yeah, I take actually the sleeves out of the out of the normal adult shops. Yeah.
11: And what was what was the experience like the first time being at Sexpo, seeing that there are so many other stalls offering the similar type well, of
10: designs? I,
6: I think a success to having a great stall at Sixpo um, comes with your planning a, a few weeks before, um, and yeah, that I got quite right. So I had a great experience. Um, Hopefully today and tomorrow will be quite a busy time Um, here at Sexpo. For me, it's actually just telling people about my shop um, and getting them there so I can spend time with them.
2: Awesome, thank you. What is? Uh, do you have a website? Where can people find um, you outside my of Sexpo? Is, come to Sexpo.
6: <laughs> my website is um, www. So it's like peer pleasure, uh-huh. but in Afrikaans. Dot Awesome, thank
2: you, thank Have you so a wonderful much. day at Sexpo.
6: See you guys. Bye. Yeah,
11: Eric, I'm
2: gonna yeah, yeah, come
11: yeah. visit you and find some outfits. Yeah, I'll go through. I'll take a look. I've been taking a look around. I've Absolutely. seen some. You no, know, when I said expensive things, I saw, I saw a gyrating booty for 12,000 bucks yeah did it turn you on 12,000 no would they let you like test it yeah they gave us like finger domes to stick in and they had like a virtual reality helmet as well how did it feel it felt real like the real real deal yeah like I was like yeah this is this is an investment is what it is okay more than anything else okay so if
2: they offered it to you like at a good
11: price would you buy it not well Yeah I, I think I no, no, not, not, not for me Not for me you Not for me lie. I swear no, On my so life Who would you I buy swear it for I swear on my life Who would you buy it for My brother
10: <laughs> Your brother
11: Because <laughs> <laughs> you know You can see Sexual frustration ask, in people And would you ask To borrow it From nah. time to time No no no, no. Sharing is caring mm-hmm. But not so in So you that wouldn't sense. stick Your cock in one of those I would But not uh, No wait There's no nice way of saying this Okay yes I'd buy it for myself But I wouldn't use it often because I feel like that's work. Now I need to waste electricity, not waste, use it. electricity to do this. Now I'm juicing the electricity bill. And my mother's like, why are we paying so much this month? Like, no, Mom, I was, I was playing PlayStation like for long, but I was using a pump and vibrates.
15: Yeah.
11: Avi, <laughs> I know you're really busy. No worries. Because
2: there's a lot going on. What's your role at Sexpo?
15: Sure, <clears throat> that's a hard one.
2: It's like everything.
15: Correct. When I first started I literally was the sales manager, but because of my keen willingness to help, I landed up doing pretty much everything and I've been stuck with the show since twenty eleven.
2: So you and I have been through a lot of sex shows together.
15: Oh yeah, baby. we've been
2: through sex shows in Durban, we've been through sex in Cape Town, we've been through sex shows at almost every venue in Joburg. Correct. Why do you still come back?
15: There's a vibe about this whole show <clears throat> It is so different to other exhibitions mm. And I have had the opportunity to do other exhibitions in between But there is nothing like the Sexpo Absolutely nothing
11: I can vouch mm. for that
15: it's,
11: it's, <laughs> This is new This is a real education for
2: Eric <laughs> What got you involved in Sexpo in the first place?
15: Um, I think it was by fluke. I was in the event and hospitality uh, industry, and uh, a very good friend of mine was the uh, project manager before, and she recommended that I do this job, and she said I'd really love it. Okay. And I have.
2: (laughs) And you've met some fascinating people over time.
15: Wow. But, you know, it's actually quite funny because... Every year, year on year, you realize how many people still have so much to experience when it comes to the sexual mm-hmm. world. Um, I speak for myself as well, because in 2011, when my friend told me to do sex, I had serious doubts about it, but um, you have to, have to experience it and learn about it, because a lot of people are very uneducated when it comes to their own sensuality and sex.
11: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and listen, even me, with all that I know about sex, I am still learning and discovering and exploring more, and that is just so exciting. So, think how many lifetimes it's going to take you to even catch up with the <laughs> rake for the amount of sex you have at the moment. Like uh, four months have sex or something. Ever. <laughs> they always I'm say the up the funny guys get the girls. They so, lied so bad. Like, so, badly. where did
11: it go wrong for you? I don't know. I think it's, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Oh. Maybe, I think I talk, I talk my way out of it. Maybe like I'm funny on stage, and then they're like, yeah, I'm going to sleep with this guy. And maybe then you need I to spend less time with Levinson. Yeah, no, he's, he's I
2: a think serious cock
11: block. He's killing my game. Yeah, I think that's I
15: need to kick
2: him key. off the damn podcast. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about being at Sexpo, right?
15: Um, As you say, there's so many di- different um, categories that it falls under, and there's education for all the different... Uh, kinds of needs or queries or fascinations. In fact, today, this morning, I had a call of a gentleman that wanted to come to Sex Bay and he wasn't sure what it was about and he basically asked me is he able to ask questions i said well that's the whole purpose of the show because it's not only for you to come look but it's for you to come and look and feel and experience and talk about it because if you don't know anything if you're a traveler and you want to go and look for some place and you don't know where to go you go and ask questions and if you've had a fascination about something when you were young um, now you can make up your own mind with what it is you want to do. You go and ask questions yeah. and yeah. see if it will work for you or not. Okay. Absolutely.
2: And that is, it's one of the most important aspects of being at Sexpo. Besides oh. all the hype. Asking questions. Yes. And education and normalizing sex and talking about sex. Ah. That everybody here... Whatever your background Whatever your racial group whatever, Wherever you come from Everybody's here for more or less the same reason mm-hmm. We have an interest in something sexual sensual. You're here just because you're curious You want to le- learn a little bit more You want to watch a show You want to buy a toy Or you just want to see So you're just curious mm-hmm. There's something here for you And when you walk around here There are so many sex toys on display. I mean, after a while, you don't even notice them anymore. But it becomes normal, and that's what's so important. Mm. That's one of the biggest aspects, or for me, one of the most important things that come out of this. We're all normal.
15: Absolutely. So whether
2: you're interested in an anal toy or you want some paddles and floggers and vibrating booties um, that's it <laughs> all off there is something for everybody and, and we're all normal whatever our fantasies are whatever our desires are whatever it interests you you're normal and you're not alone
15: and people are growing because when i first started doing sex by the people were scared of jumpy things that presented themselves in front of them and over the years the people are starting to ask more questions i think in in Yesteryear, a lot of people were too naive Or they weren't educated And so for them, it's a big eye-opener And it's like a ooh But when you get used to it, as Jonty said And you ask questions And you know more or less what it's all about um, It starts opening up that world for you Mm. Of something that you never knew But you're getting the right answers From the right people at the right time
2: And that's important Because even if you look on the internet You get a lot of bad information on the web Mm -hmm. That's for sure yeah, you see, that's one of your problems as well. You spend too
11: much time looking for answers on the I web. D- who says I look for answers on the web? I Google definitions of words I don't know, mainly. Mainly. And, and, and then you end up a
2: Pornhub. Exactly. And that's
11: where you get bad information. No, that's where, yeah, okay, we'll go with bad information. There well. you go, because
2: you cannot <laughs> learn about sex from
11: porn. No, yeah, you can't.
2: So, This is what men learn about sex from porn That every woman should go to bed with high heels And be choked And the higher the better That it's fine to be choked That nipples are like the dials on a radio That every woman has multiple orgasms From sheer pounding penetration That it's fine to come all over her face That with with no lube or preparation No, you cannot
11: interrupt yet
2: That with no lube or preparation You can just stick your cock in her ass Yeah, that's wrong Now you can interrupt Okay,
11: cool So as 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 a guy that has a moral conscience, can I can I say it like that? Does that sound? That's questionable. Can I start? Can I yes. start? Okay, cool. So, as a, as a man of that conscience, is it right to say you can also learn that that is wrong by watching it? No. But because no, no, because nobody's going to tell you it's wrong. No, 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 because you're watching the thing and you're like, this looks painful, and in your mind you're associating with. Yeah, but a lot of women like, is, are, are, are moaning
2: really. and groaning like it's the most amazingly
11: pleasurable yeah, thing in the world. Yeah, but sometimes you can tell the difference between, ah, uh, and ah, uh, this hurts. Like, there's a," i I've, you have I've, to I've be seen so enough for us to sorry, know as the, the difference.
15: Sorry, lady here, can I say something? No, you're not I, allowed to interrupt. I, I, I,
11: no, no, <laughs> interrupt, please, help <laughs> me before John T. kicks me in the face <laughs> again.
15: I agree with John T. And I think that looking at the porn gives you a different perspective of what you're supposed to be doing to the woman and you're not learning the sensuality or the niceness of what you're supposed to be doing to a woman. So he has a young guy who's 13 years old, he's already starting to play with himself, he doesn't know what it's all about but it's a natural action for a guy to do. I don't know what it is, the brain connection to that Mm. connection, it's pull and it's liquor and then you go and watch porn and then you see this porn and you're like... Oh, that's what you're supposed
11: to do. No, 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 no. But that's that's what I'm saying in terms of unlearning. So you just take it as me, for example. Like I said, I'm Googling definitions. I end up on porn but there's nothing happening. I'm not touching myself or anything. I'm just watching the video. And I'm looking at this going, this looks painful. This looks like it hurts. Is that me drawing the line going this no, but that's sex is not. supposed to be like. Possibly. It should be not. something different. But that's
2: awesome if you do that.
11: The problem is, mm-hmm. as you said, Avi,
2: that a lot of people, their first exposure to porn because of the digital access that we have mm-hmm. is so young. Ah. So nobody sits down and tells mm-hmm. these guys. So they grow up thinking it's fine to call a woman a bitch. Just Jack Emery. Yeah, and yes. to do all of the stuff that they see. Okay. That's the problem, that they don't get education in a context to understand that that's fantasy it's not reality it's not really and
15: okay. also uh, some guys would obviously have a conscience and have probably grown up in conservative homes i myself grew up in a very conservative home Same, yep. so for me to start working at a sex bow, my father was flawed absolutely flawed right of his mind uh, yeah and the thing is what you can't get out of Google is if you do look at Paul you can't you might have a good brain with a moral background yes. but then you get people that have potential psychological problems and they look at it and they think oh great this is the way this is the way it, should be. The way it should be yes. so women stand in the middle almost of all of this wondering when they do meet men are they a good brain or a bad brain okay. and and it, it's quite clear when they get approached by a guy whether they've taken the good out of watching porn or Or whether they've taken the bad out of watching porn and the guys don't understand that because they're not educated so a woman could diss a guy and say I'm not interested but purely because she's picked up that he's picked up the bad of what he's been watching
11: ever the psychological game is serious men and when I tell people about this they don't believe me that's it's really important. These things, man, when I've we learned. can
2: put that in a context and we can really integrate it into ourselves, we'll understand it, we'll see what it is and what it's really all about. Yeah. And then we'll see the difference between proper education and the fantasy and then we'll start to see why we have the relationships that we do, why we have the terrible experiences that we do, as opposed to the most amazing pleasure, intimacy, connection, love and excitement.
15: And and also, a a very important thing at the if you are speaking to somebody that is leading a lifestyle, obviously they're seeing the good out of that because they've chosen it. So to speak to somebody in that lifestyle or doing what they do do. You're getting uh, correct information. Yeah. You're not getting uh, distorted information. Because theirs is through experience. Correct. And, not through yes. and nobody forces any kind of lifestyles on you. It's, it's your own choice. It's your own choice, yes. Yes. So you, but you've got... in. Proper information. Proper inside information, yeah. yes. And you,
2: Until you have that, you can't make the choice because you don't know what the options and the possibilities yes. are. So we work very much on t- in terms of the way we think things should be okay. instead of what they could, could be. So when you do that, you have an idea, which is often very narrow of what you think a relationship should be, of what you think sex should be, of what you think pleasure should be, and that cuts down your possibilities enormously. Okay. So like one of the cornerstones of what we're teaching, for example, is saying get out of the goal. So if all that if all that you think sex is is about orgasms, okay. you are wrong, that becomes incredibly limiting because that's what you think it should be. It's about and every journey. time you have sex, it should end in an orgasm. Mm. So that's where you go. Mm. And if it f-
11: doesn't happen, then it's a feeling of of, tr- of, of frustration, frustration and, and there and rejection. was a failure yeah.
15: rejection: And that well. adds to
11: the layers you spoke about two yeah. or three weeks ago: That's it So okay. for example, when
2: a man learns that he doesn't have to have an orgasm or an ejaculation for sex to be successful, that's where male sexuality starts to change. but you're with a new partner, a new female partner who doesn't understand that, and she thinks something's wrong with her. Mm-hmm. because she didn't make you mm-hmm. come or she's not exciting enough to get mm-hmm. you to come instead of saying, oh, wow, what a beautiful expression of sexual growing, energy mm-hmm. rather than and, anything and else. And also
15: sexuality or sensuality, call it what you may, is a 24-hour thing. Um, you can't now make a date at a certain time And say right now I want to bang you yeah, then it's, because- shed- it's
11: not a scheduled thing Correct. It happens Correct. And Hormones if you feel reacting intimate reacting and, and close with yeah.
15: somebody Things happen naturally yeah. Rather than a forced issue Because you have to do it so many times per month Otherwise your relationship is not going to work and- and
11: Things are going to start
2: falling apart And things apart like and stuff, that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's—it's so important that because that's where we really start to learn. Okay. So you know, this is—it's one of my big soapboxes—is that we spend so much time learning in life. In our jobs, we're learning all the time. Think that's about true. what you do. You have to be aware of what's happening in the world. Yes. Of what's happening socially. Yes. What's happening on social media.
11: You don't know uh, which buttons not to press. Yeah, otherwise, to you get left to say behind. Because yeah.
2: all the other guys on stage are talking about the stuff that's really current. current. Yeah. So you have to be there. You're learning all the time. You're learning all the time at Sexpo of how to Still. do things. Yeah, Greg, who runs all the technical stuff at Cliff Central, is learning all learn the time all how the to do stuff. stuff. Palesa, we don't know about because we don't know what she does exactly. <laughs> She's just sitting here listening. But that's it. And that's all that she does. And occasionally that's she gets the songs right. Oh, and that's really does. cool. And we're very happy for that. So the yeah. rest of us Left are learning and all stuff. the time. That's right. <laughs> But sexually and in relationship, which is one of the most important parts of our lives, we don't do that. So we think we have the tools to make it work, and then when it fucks out, we have no idea what we did. And there's a very interesting statistic in that more second marriages fail than first. And I can believe that. Honestly, can. And that shows that we do not learn because we do the same things again and again and again. And if you learned, you wouldn't do that again.
15: Correct. Doing the
11: same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's right. Pure definition of insanity.
15: Correct. And if you, in your job, make mistakes and you get given an ultimatum to either correct what you're doing wrong um, and you don't get given a choice, you do what you have to do. Whereas if you're failing in relationships and you don't know why and you don't investigate it and try and fix it, then you're missing the plot. Yeah. You're missing the plot. That's, That's Abby, thank you for
2: spending a few minutes with us. I know you've got an incredibly busy day with all the stuff going on.
15: It's lovely to have you guys here, and thank you so much for chatting with me as well.
2: And I will see you later in the day, absolutely.
15: All right. And does your audience know what's all happening, or do they know that we do give a um, floor map, a floor plan, and uh, stage schedules and all that sort of thing? They know now. Fantastic. Well, they need to know because there's so much happening, and they miss that too. They're so busy Googling
2: yeah. at everything. Focusing there's talks, there's lounges, there's yes. workshops, there are shows. And in my theater of the erotic, if you're in Santon and you're listening, if you are here in 13 minutes' time, you can watch our first show of the day in theater erotic, which is a live squirting Experience. Have you ever seen that, Eric?
11: <laughs> Never. Are oh, you going to come downstairs yes. with me and yeah, you, watch Yeah, you it. enticed me. When you said 13 minutes, I'm like, there's a time limit on this thing. I'm, like, I'm going to go watch. Yeah, you <laughs> see, this is the
2: problem with these young guys. They think it's like wham, bam, and everything is over in two minutes. What are you And you don't learn man? anything about the time it takes to pleasure a woman.
15: Unfortunately, the generalization is because the numbers of the general outweigh the numbers ah, of the educator. God damn it. That's the I problem. Educate
11: these people. <laughs> Look at all these young guys buying alcohol and not knowing things. Hey, Let's listen.
15: listen. Exactly. They're not listening. They should be. <laughs> <laughs>
11: should
1: be. Thank <laughs> you, guys. Thank enjoy you. Enjoy yourselves I mean. when
15: you come, and yeah, you, you've got limited time. We've only got till midnight tonight, and then again tomorrow. So please get yourselves down here and learn something valuable.
11: Absolutely. She said, really, "Enjoy yourselves until cool. you come."
15: Yeah. <laughs>
11: <laughs> very, very good.
2: This has been a lot of fun. Eric, thanks for coming back to chat with us. Of course. It's always cool to spend the time with you. Yes. And it's cool at Sexpo because we've been talking about being at Sexpo together
11: for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when you finally get to to go see what your friend does for a living. And now they're just going to show you everything. And then you're going to leave going, uh, yeah, I'm I'm equipped now. I know know something. Just because you watch it doesn't mean you know how to do it.
6: I but mean, it's I a can go closer, closer, but it. it's a step closer. Why are you shunning
11: me, John i I'm not. I'm trying to win at this, and you're constantly I'm pushing no, me in the last box. No, I want to <laughs> help you. I told you that. I'm going to watch the show. I, I have, like, how many hours to spare? A few, because, I mean, I don't have a job and stuff during the day. So we got time. I'm going to join you, man. I'm going to do this thing. That's awesome. So thank you all
2: for joining us and everybody who came to chat with us. I hope you're going to come see us at Sexpo. Come and say hi, because I love meeting our listeners. It's really, really cool. And um, I can't hear you while I'm talking. Ev, can't you see so whisper in Eric's ear and Eric will whisper in my ear.
11: Sharon is here.
2: Sharon is here. Oh. She's here.
11: Oh, okay. She's arrived. Oh, okay. She's in the
2: buildings. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> I wish you all so much pleasure. Come visit us at Sexpo. Have a wonderful weekend.
4: CliffCentral.com